you are listening to OWC Radio number 59, Podcast of the Apes. Hello and welcome again to another episode of the OWC Radio Show. This is your host, OWC Grant, and this is episode number 59. Boy, how to start off right away with... Um, Probably some of the biggest news that's ever hit. Yeah, I'm, is, as far as the Mac community goes, uh, I, mean, I don't how think do, there how really do you even, is much other news. How, but. How, do, how do you intro something as big as Steve Jobs stepping down as CEO? And I'll just leave it at that. Well, he's still going to be on the board of directors, uh, which is – he's going to be a chairman of the board of directors. So he'll still have influence. But the question is how much influence is he going to have? I think he'll have some. I mean obviously as chairman – He's gonna, you know, still be involved with the major decisions. It's the day-to-day stuff that I'm curious about. Um, the one that really bugs me is, are we? Who's gonna be like the? What's the word I'm looking for? The creative visionary. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean. Well, okay. Look, he's been. Most of his staff has been there now for numerous years, and I think in any business setting, if you don't uh, subscribe to, fall in step with absorb, however you want to phrase it, but there has to be some sort of commonality. If, if someone was there and said, you know, mm-hmm. Steve's just an absolute jerk, I can't work with him, well, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't still be there. So you start to become perhaps indoctrinated into the way of doing things. Well, internally they're set up as the, reli- the religion of Apple. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they spent a very long time since Steve's been back, indoctr- not indoctrinating, but establishing that thought, like what would Steve do, mm-hmm. how do we do this, this is where we're going, this is the direction. So that's built in. So I don't think it's going to be a short-term problem at all. I think like Waz is more right, that uh, products that have coming out and are coming out for like five years or so, they're already set in motion, they know the direction. It's after that where it's going to impact right. Apple. Because right. you have the power of no, and then Steve Jobs isn't really good at that. He'll throw out an entire product that they've already spent like $20 million on. I'm like, nope, product sucks. That's it. No other CEO does that. What I'd like to – I've got a feeling is – and I'm really hoping actually that it does Are you come hooked true. on a feeling though? Huga, 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 chaka. No, um, I've got huga, a – I've got the idea that maybe, just maybe with Jobs kind of stepping back a little bit, maybe these products won't – maybe the new products won't be so as – revolutionary as evolutionary hmm. uh, with steve we've always had you know that oh well we don't need it anymore it's obsolete it's gone optical drives etc etc right, rather that, than that's that's also it's not only steve jobs pushing that you've got creatives there who are pushing that idea it's like well you don't need it and they live it and they walk in the shoes like well, yeah we really don't need it i haven't missed it much not having it so you do have people there who are trying it out yeah. he's not he's not johnny ive Mm-hmm. who's designing the product, but he, he is a facilitator. He is an innovator himself, and he knows what's good and bad. So you got that, that taste thing that yeah. Bill Gates wish he had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Steve does ha- have better taste than Bill. Yeah, but we all knew Steve wouldn't live forever either. He's not well, yeah. dead. But even I don't if know. You look, Did you see those pictures on TMZ? Oh, those were totally faked. Come on. Oh, I don't know. They, they Would Steve Jobs wear a black dress? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is he in a dress? First question. I don't know, but he looks thin. It's a turtleneck spot. But we, we knew he wouldn't be around forever just due to natural lifespan, not just because right. he's not dead now. He's around, but you knew ten even 10 years from now, that's a question mark mm-hmm. for anybody coming in that age bracket. So, yeah, he could be vibrant at 75 or he could not be here, but the company. Wait, how old is know? he? 
I think he's like 58, 60 now. Yeah, you were getting me a little nervous when you said, well, you know, there's not much life expectancy after that. I'm like, holy well, you cow. Know, you know, 60 to 70. I wonder if I'll people, be the topic of a podcast. Some people so. break through 70, go right to 80. Some people hit 70 and boom, and you never know. Yeah. So we knew Steve wasn't going to be around forever. Right. But the question is, is are they going to? Short, well, it seems like short, short, term, short term, they should prob- be okay. Short, well, short term, they'll probably well, be the same. Yeah. They'll be fine, too. Yeah. I mean, with with the rest of the computer industry not innovating and just copying mm-hmm. Apple, I mean, where's the next revolution coming from again? Well, you, get, you know, the other thing we really don't know is, you know, Tim, Johnny, I mean, they are they were the role players up to this point. Mm-hmm. Now, outside of Steve's shadow, there was a lot of branding just of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. And you had to be very careful with, you know, that, well, Steve is Apple and Apple is Steve. Now that may not be the case, and maybe now, you know, you never know. Maybe it could be that, you know, a couple of these folks are really going to shine. Yeah. And, and that we're maybe, you know, again, hidden behind the, the veil, so to speak, because, you know, you can't, you know, you can't push Steve out of the limelight. He is, you know, people, you know, come to the Temple of Steve. Well, so he's been gone before. Yeah. He was gone for like a year and a half back in 06 or something. Yeah. Cook ran the company, and it was it was just fine, of course, because, yeah. again, things are moving forward. Mm-hmm. But he was still more involved. Yeah, we still have the culture of Steve there, so that's going to continue. So I don't, I don't think you're losing that. You're, what you are losing is someone who can say, no, this product first, and have the and be the visionary that can do that, not just a facilitator that like a Tim Cook is. Quite true. Have a question about something discussed or looking for the links to the articles referenced in this episode? Please stop by the Otherworld Computing blog at blog.maxsales.com for links or to leave a public comment. Apps for apes? No, I'm not going bananas. The Milwaukee County Zoo, which, by the way, is a really great zoo. If you ever get to the Midwest, you need to go up there and check it out. They sell out uh, cheese for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the NFL versus the XFL. But, but anyway. Um, <laughs> More importantly, the Milwaukee County Zoo, the orangutans there are using iPads. And it started out as an April Fool's joke in the sun, but then you know, zoo organizers decided to give it a try. Um, they began by showing the iPad through the glass where the visitors stand and using a front-facing camera to mirror their image. Then they started placing the device at the cage doors so that the orangutans could reach through it and play with the iPad. Boy, I'm going to come up with a, a good liner here, but uh, you know, I'll turn it over. And What are, what are you guys' thoughts uh, besides Angry Apes uh, as the next best-selling app on the App Store? What uh, To me, this kind of actually... The first thing I thought of when I read this article was... Get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. <laughs> no, but that's a close it's second a now. Badass. <laughs> no, actually, what it, what it reminded me of was that ape Coco, the sign language ape. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, well, now we've just simplified it a little bit. Now they don't have to learn sign language. Now they can just like press the little buttons on the you know soundboard apps and stuff like that. I'd be interested in what their favorite apps were, like iWork or... Um, some game or drawing th- there's, thing. Uh, there's a uh, finger painting program called Draw Free. Uh, they apparently watch television shows, and they said it says they played games, but I have no idea what kind. Maybe I wonder if they're signing up for their streaming Netflix or not. I don't know. You know going back to Planet <laughs> of the Apes, though, I w- that would really be a cool social experiment. If you let them watch Planet of the Apes, what would they do? Oh, great. Give them my Freak out. I could ride a horse? <laughs> Dang. I, I could ride a horse. Uh, I'm, I'm more curious to see if they're going to be able to figure out multi-touch gestures. Well, obviously they did because they were able to – it's just touching. 
So yeah, they touch it and see it makes a mark and go, ooh, makes natural a mark. scrolling. Just imagine what it would be like if Homer Simpson got an iPad. Oh. <laughs> Actually, what? Ooh, I, the, the, ooh again. <laughs> well, that, that was almost too good. You must watch There it a was lot. a line in, in the article that was interesting is that they hope that the, the orangutans will be able to go online and interact with each other between zoos. What are you doing, man? I don't know. These people keep on throwing bananas at me. Oh, cool, man. I'm going to go throw some poop. Socialape.com. You know, though, I didn't realize that, and that is really mind-boggling, though. What if? What if? Monkeys with email. Yeah. No, no. Hey, at I, least I know, somebody will fall for those uh, Nigerian scammers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's You have to be about that smart. Wait, wait, you know? wait. All right, all right. We, we've, we've had our fun a little bit. Now, think about that, though. What? I mean, obviously, there's a big separation between primates and humans but what if all of a sudden with some hands-on for lack of better words experience with this they could really be taught to you know like even like send a picture to someone if they could look in a list you know and see like that and they know that that's like their buddy next to them or whatever in the other cage i mean this is i mean mind it's got like that little eye photo picture <laughs> like this little hair in the air i mean i'm almost i'm almost <laughs> saying this 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 is like the precursor to planet of the apes First soil and green, then planet know, of the apes. Planet well, because okay, I mean, you know, here we'll we'll we'll, we'll get some we we'll get some unwanted interest here. But think of the military applications here if you start teaching uh, apes how to uh, communicate like this. I mean, well, they're still not going to let it. the ape hold the iPad because let's face it, you know. Hey, let's clunk, get... clunk. Oh, glass broke. No, they are. They're they're, they're putting it right holding. outside of the cage. Right. They're yeah, not holding. They're, yeah, they're they're outside they, of the cage, so they, they can, can only touch the touch, screen. They can touch the screen. They can't pick up the oh. iPad and go. Hey, because they know they'll break the darn thing in like two shakes of a. Oh, bam. Yeah. I mean, the orangutans are, are just completely strong. You know? Think about how angry you get Pull when you're playing Angry Birds off. and you can't get that last pig. Okay. Or trying to figure out how that bluebird works. My bad. I, just... didn't, I didn't look at it as being a frisbee in the cage. <laughs> Anything that's chuckable, it's an ape. <laughs> <laughs> they throw a bunch of stuff. Well, but maybe they can be trained not to. Anyway. Train that too, huh? Yeah. yeah. If they can train to act in movies. Well, what was uh, the 80s movie with Clyde? Uh, as easy uh, as it gets or something? Or? Uh, Any Which Way But Loose. There you go. Frightening that you both even thought of that. Yeah. I just picture him using an iPad. He break the darn thing. Didn't he do some sort of Bronx cheer or something? He was taught well. Yeah. Did a Bronx cheer, would punch the guy out the window. It was great. Mm-hmm. Props to Otherworld Computing for the very effective email advertising, which got me to give them $70 to up my RAM to 8 gigabytes. Now next up, we've got a really great piece of news here, or at least rumor that looking more and more true every day. Uh, iPhone is coming to Sprint. The failed network. It's number three. And failing. Ah, but that, that, that's actually a good, it's actually a good thing. It's going to carry the iPhone 4, uh, starting right, right around the time, uh, the iPhone 5 comes out. Maybe. Or something. Or the 4S, whatever. 4S. Yeah, it was the 4S, and then, uh, when the iPhone 5 comes out, it'll. Yeah, 5 doesn't make sense. It's most likely the 4S or whatever. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what that is. Sprint gets something. And it's good. And it's good for Sprint because they've been itching to start moving forward after that whole Nextel debacle. You're getting tired of waiting with the Android sideline. The timing indicates, though, the way the announcements are all lined up and whatnot, indicates that uh, uh, the iPhone 5 might be a little later than announced. So, Yeah. I just so happen to be on Sprint. I've been on them for good job about 10 years or so, probably a little longer. Is that your dial-up internet at home? I don't even have dial-up at home. I don't have a, a landline at home. <laughs> Aren't you off your trio or something? 
Yeah, I, 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 connected, yeah. I connect off my trio. But that's the other good thing is Sprint does have an unlimited plan. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, so did AT&T. And, well, yeah, they did. And, and I, Verizon until they got the iPhone. And, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to stop that. But at the same time. Because they realized the success of uh, convenient data traffic. But at the same time, uh, Sprint has been really railing on that lately. I mean, they've. That's all they got. Yeah, that's all they've got. <laughs> so they're not going to drop that when you, they have the iPhone. Depends just, how many of their customers switch. You get a half percent, 50% switch, and uh, they're going to be changing their tune pretty quickly, just like Verizon did. Because Verizon railed AT&T on it. Ours is unlimited. Because they won't be able to provide the bandwidth, right? Right. And from what I hear you guys saying, basically it's going to offer consumer another option, mm-hmm. possibly lower cost, uh, definitely no caps. And uh, after a while, though, it's me like, whoa, we're drowning here, man. We yeah. we don't have the bandwidth to support. Now you're capped. Someone's got to pay for the network. I would definitely, though, love to see that happen, just simply because all the cards seem to be lined up really nicely for that. And finally, an, a decent unlimited data plan, which is the key point there, mm-hmm. because you know, after a little while, well, I'm still on unlimited with AT and T because I'm grandfathered in. Right. But which how long that lasts remains to be seen. Right. And so. Quick, jump on it right when you get right when they switch over, so you can get grandfathered in. Yep, <laughs> because I hold on to a phone for jeez. Well, competition's good. When they did it in Europe, all the European providers were worried about people jumping ship, and they found out people weren't jumping ship. Well, you also have a two-year contract when you buy an iPhone, so you're not yeah. going to jump ship mm-hmm. right away. Well, yeah, I mean the people who bought the iPhone four last year, yeah, they're not going to jump contract. ship. They're yeah. still on contract, but it's yet another avenue. And another option, which, as far as I'm concerned, the more options you have, the better. Yeah, especially in the network, because right now, I mean, between Verizon and AT&T, people, everyone thinks theirs is better. It's just a matter of is which one's better where you live. Exactly. Yeah. And at least around here, I haven't had any problems with my service. Right. I mean, so. there's people that swear by AT&T, there's people that swear by Verizon, there's people that there's swear people, by Sprint. Yeah, there's people who swear at each of them, too. Yeah. So. You sons of... <laughs> guns. So. Sons of guns. Sons of guns. I was going son of a biscuit, but that's fine. Been listening for a while and like what you hear? Let us know by taking a moment to rate or leave a comment on the OWC radio channel on iTunes. In a sign that technology creep continues to pervade just about every facet of life, the NFL's Tampa Bay Buccaneers have equipped all of their players with an iPad 2. And if you have watched football or seen any of the you know preview shows things like that when you look at a playbook there are playbooks where the size of like a phone book so now all the plays have been digitized and each player has the an ipad they can also use their ipads to watch um video uh of highlights other, yeah that. highlights and you know practice situational videos you know prep for the game so instead of that you know that spends a lot of time in the film room now it's me spending a lot of time on the pad yeah no more space balls parent fast forward fast forwarding sir fast forwarding so parent slow down parent slow down I, I, I can tell you that um, when my wife heard and saw this, she just rolled her eyes and said, what's next? I mean, you know, what are they going to like? Okay, he's on the sidelines. What happens if someone comes running off the field and, you know, nails people on the bench? I, I can't play, Coach. My iPad is they wrecked. They bring their playbooks to the game. Yeah. Uh, they got to remember them. Yeah, I suppose. They're yeah. using them for ease of learning it, and It's uh, more for, like, so they could go through them on the plane. I view it as a perfect example of mobility and ease of use. Yeah. It's it's actually pretty it's, close to what I thought that the iPad 
real promise seemed to be, which was book replacement. Yeah, book replacement, especially of large volumes. Mm-hmm. I wish it was was something a little more useful. I suppose you know, I'm just old but, school when it comes to football. It's but I, I mean I'm not saying that you know I'm not being curmudgeonly saying you know it just. Just jeez. But it's it's about speed and efficiency though. Think about how yeah, yeah. efficient it is to sit there and just drag a slider to see that play over and over again so you can learn the defense. How much faster you're learning than how, how long will it be before they do a close up of two players on the sideline visiting a site they shouldn't be during the game instead of Again, looking at, you know, like they're probably they're not external a communications dog, on, right? they're not allowed external communications on the field. And they're probably not going to have them on the field. They can't. They're not allowed external communications. You know that you, you know what? Betting money right now. Betting money right now. But Tom Coughlin's going to again throw his clipboard down. It's going to be a nice hit. He's going to crack it. <laughs> you are you are going to you're going to see it and you're going to hear it at some point during a game that someone was using their. Uh, come on, if All they've the got it, and they're on the issued field with it. their iPad. You know, when they're walking in, strutting in with their suits, and they got their iPod headphones. Going. Oh, you've seen this? Yeah. Wow. And they either got an iPad or an iPhone. Yeah. And a lot of them are walking around with iPads. Oh, it's, other teams. Okay. I, I thought you were meaning I'm just talking. Years, but. It doesn't matter. The players will buy their own. They make enough money. Who well, cares <laughs> if they get equipped with it? You know, 500 bucks, drop in a bucket. They're shareholders in Apple. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It, it's, if it's just replacing the playbook and the, the film room, it's not likely they're going to be carrying them onto the field anyway. What they do in the privacy of their own hotel room with free Wi-Fi, well, hey. Well, I bet know. you they're secured, too, because yeah. it's got their playbook on them. So yeah. Only take oh, yeah. certain areas. It's yours. You lose it. You're dead, man. This has to be password-protected iPad. You probably type a whole sentence to get in that iPad. That's true. They can actually type a full sentence. Ah, oh, come on! Because you're vertically challenged, Chris, doesn't mean that you should uh, disparage professional athletes. No, I have no problem with jockeys. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, there are actually you know I don't know say useful applications of this as well. Football's which is, useful. There is actually something else that they do. No. American Airlines use their iPad for the flight books now. Really? Which is actually kind of cool. They're supposedly going completely paperless. Yeah, I think they, they got the FAA to approve it. So, Oh, it hasn't been implemented. Because I've got a couple of pilot friends, and I haven't heard boo about this. Depends on who they fly for. Uh, American. <laughs> okay. They've got it approved. They will they're hear going, boo soon. They, yeah. They're going to be swa- swapping it <laughs> over. Boo, boo, boo. All of a sudden, like, oh, I forgot to charge it. <laughs> Let's just wing it. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we've got autopilot. <laughs> no, so, um, boo. boy. Okay, I, I I would assume and cross fingers the here that they're going to just out. keep the you know the old fashioned tech of the you know flight manual in the cockpit somewhere because nope. let's I would just assume say that, that it's the, actually more because they usually always carried around with the pilots, so the pilots are no longer going to carry this. I think it has to do more with thing. like the log books and stuff like that. You know where they're you know ran this test at this time. This well, you got the flight okay. in there too. Oh so well, yeah, you have that in there too, but it's, they no longer need the whole what page is this and. Follow through that and print out all that stuff every week. Okay, maybe it was just the, the bad, you know, horror movies or disaster movies. Yeah, but I mean, really like when, electronic when, curmudgeon over here. Uh, when, when, hey, when that plane was going <laughs> down, man, that guy in the tower told them to open up the book and follow the instructions, and you saw him flipping through the pages. And I thought well, you'd be easier to find because I just do search and then plane crashing, and then you you, you find up the you know <laughs> oh right there. So you're three seconds away from your thing instead of fumbling through paper. Yeah, curmudgeon. Get rid of that paper stuff. How dare you? I just think you should have backup. You know what? Technology is not infallible. There's two pilots. There's another iPad. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> There's your backup. What are you talking about? Man. Phone it in then. 
half night three five three. We lost our iPads. What are we doing? Playing? I can't jazz? use the phone. That's you know technology. What? You know what? I uh, rue the day. I'm telling you. The orangutan took it. Well, studies have shown the younger generations are unable to communicate effectively via written. I mean, they, they cannot write anymore. And all I'm saying is, is that, and, and I'm I'm down. You guys are kind of positioning me as, you know, again, curmudgeonly and, you know, the technology is evil, bad, whatever. No, I think it has great advances. I mean, frankly, none of us would be sitting at this table if it wasn't for technology advances over the last 20 years. All I'm saying, though, is, is that have. before people just totally get rid of a semi-permanent form of information, just think it out because, you know, again... Technology isn't infallible, and if the devices go down, I would hate to see the, the, the future generations coming up that look at each other and say, I don't know what to do, man. How do you Google drive a plane? Just press the easy button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in the cockpit. Although I would say they'd have to do more with the, our actual education of said pilots or kids or people just learning how to freaking type. I mean, spelling has always sucked for a lot of people for many years. I just think that sometimes there's a, you know, as, as much as search has been great for people and enabled them to find information. I, I was just doing this the other day, in fact. I, I was see Google how to land planes. It's Google search, and then Bing's like, um. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I mean if, if people aren't taught how to think for themselves, yeah. and they just have to rely on something else, a device, an interface, uh a portal, whatever it right. may be, that see, just scares me a little bit. And I'd like someone to see, be able to say, okay, thing. if is everything you... goes down, here's your second backup or whatever. See, you're making the assumption that they're going to rely on it rather than know how to do this stuff anyway. Just and utilize have, versus And then have the tool, True. have it as a tool, not as like a with primary. The flight, with the flight plan uh, sheets and all that, they're just using it as a tool. Hey, listeners, back to fall means back to school and back to business. And there's no better way to get down to business than with an OWC bus-powered portable external drive. I know that was a mouthful, so I'll make it real easy for you. There's two models you need to look at. The one is the newer tech Guardian Maximus Mini, and the other is the OWC Mercury Elite Pro Dual Mini. Both of them are small footprint, small form factor, they both have two two-and-a-half-inch SATA drives up to a total capacity of two terabyte. And the nice thing about them is, is they're both configurable in either RAID 0, which for performance, which is called Stripe, or RAID 1, which is mirrored redundancy, so the one drive is making a duplicate copy of the other drive. The difference in these two drives between the Guardian Maximus Mini and the Pro Dual Mini are the consumer conveniences. The G-Max Mini has a front panel LCM that lets you look at a glance, your drive status, what RAID setting you're in, and um, some LEDs that also show you drive activity. The Pro Dual Mini is more of a horizontal form factor, so it might slip into a gear bag a little easier. The bottom line, though, is, is that we have two options, so whatever your needs are, whether it's extreme portability, consumer convenience, they're both easy to use, and they both give you fanless, which is a real nice uh, option there so that's quiet, desktop and or portable performance in a portable RAID solution. All right, OS 10.7.2, iCloud beta suggests impending release. The only thing I'm actually really excited about this is that means iOS 5 will finally come out, iCloud included. You mean the cloud. 
for me, it still doesn't really affect me. I haven't switched over to Lion, and uh, iCloud doesn't do anything for me until I'm act- I've actually got you know a live internet connection. Although if uh, Sprint goes through with it, then I'll have, uh, have have a Sprint iPhone, and then I might actually care. But other than that, good to see their active development, and it's actually coming soon, coming soon. Well, hopefully they fix some of the bugs that are in Lion. I mean, namely Safari is like the worst release they've ever had of Safari. It's a little choppy, little buggy, doing some weird stuff here and there. I could see where most people wouldn't come across it. They're not exactly opening 40 browser windows at once like I am. But I've actually come across it, and I only, I've only i had it actually just kind of quit on me. You've had 5.1 on Snow Leopard, then. Yeah. Yeah, I have it on Snow Leopard as well. It's better on Lion than it is on Snow Leopard. It's like the Snow Leopard implementation is worse than Lion, but you can still hit the same quirks. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had the thing just kind of crap out on me. Pages stop loading halfway yeah. through. It's kind of the first time Apple did something like Microsoft would do. Yeah, it, it, it seems a little bloated. Like it's just a little buggy and yeah. I, I am less than enthused about the latest version of Safari. Right. I'd like to go back, but I can't because Lion only came with five one. So you yeah. can't go back. But pretty sure Apple's going to fix the car the garbage that's with it. I, I really hope they do because the browsers out there, I actually do like Safari the best. Right. I've tried to I've tried to go to Chrome on certain things in my workflow for creating stuff for OWC and all that, and you see why you like Safari the best because even right. though it has quirks, it's still the better browser for things oh, working yeah, better, I have... smoother, faster. I have you know pretty much all the major browsers installed on my machine. So if I'm right. putting something together, I want to see what it's going to look like here, what's going to look like here, what's going right. to look like here. There's actually stuff broken in Safari right now. Yeah, Safari is just basically broken. But yeah, hopefully they fix that so they get some more uh, bug fixes coming soon. Because uh, people think Apple's like this huge monolith of people doing OS 10, and really they have a small OS 10 group that when they want to work on I- iOS, those OS 10 people go to work on iOS. So having OS Tecmo as a major release. Then, but they're going to combine them together eventually yeah. anyway. Well, and then have an, a major iOS release. That kind of hurts getting Safari fixed faster. So we'll yeah. see. And Right now, Safari working, is working on the iDevices, but it's working on the Mac. Go figure. Well, it's an older version of Safari. They haven't a chance to update it yet. But yeah, so iCloud should be coming out soon, too, with iOS 5. So should be interesting. So if you're interested in iCloud, great for you guys. Yeah. Interested in iOS 5 like I am? Get to play with some stuff. Have you heard what they said on Twitter? OWC drives are lethally powerful and have a fantastic warranty. Look no further. If you're a regular listener, you know that we have an affinity for all things space-related, and on that front, we have a, uh, maybe not new, but um, certainly probably new to you, a company is called SpaceX, it's a privately held and developed space transportation system. It's going to be a rocket called the F-9 Dragon that's going to deliver cargo to and from the International Space Station, kind of like what our now mothballed shuttle program was all about. There's a November 30th, 2011 launch date. You should probably circle that to see what the, I think it's the first privatized company that's doing space travel and performing U.S. space duties is going to do. So November 30th, 2011 should be kind of a historic date if you're into space things. And then nine days later, the Dragon is supposed to actually birth, as it's called, or dock at the uh, ISS. They're hoping to carry additional payloads. I know I wrote a blog about this a long time ago, and I guess privatization and space equals 
aliens. That's all I'm going to say. And the ones that have the slime dripping out of their mouth, acid for blood, because when you start putting a bottom line to space travel and things like that, I get pretty nervous about that because there's going to be some ulterior motives, not necessarily boldly going, but how much money can we make? The government doesn't have any ulterior motives. <laughs> well, not with the debt they got. If they did, they certainly would have been well, mine. I meant all world governments. Yeah, well, there's only like six governments that are in a space program right now. I would have to agree that I would much rather see a publicly funded space program. However, I would actually sooner have a private American company mm. taking care of it True. than having to go to another foreign country for it, outsourcing something else. Well, I mean, it goes into the basic philosophy. We never should have canceled the space program to begin with because it's an innovative part of government. It's one of the few parts that are innovative and creative because... You That's know, how we got Tang! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and but look at the inspiration and look growth. Made? Yes, actually, it is. Yeah, huh, okay. You can still buy Tang. A little off topic, but you can buy Tang. I'm surprised it's not like a bar. Anything so. else you want to buy? No. Belt and belt. you know what? What's interesting is a few years ago, the I'm not that old. The advertising campaign for Tang was an orangutan. Oh, that's right. Anyway, I mean, we we stopped imagining. So you think, oh, we're good enough. We can go to low Earth orbit. Yay. Let's go to the moon again. Let's do the base on the moon. There's stuff to be studied. There's stuff to do. There's inspiration there. Moon, screw that. Let's go to Mars. Well, the moon is a landing point for Mars. That was the original plan. Well, Base on the moon, then to Mars 10 years later. Those are all Ten years, we ain't got that kind of time. We just send them out now. (laughs) So for now, we've relinquished space prowess to whoever's next, whoever wants to do it. That would be China, no? China Could or be. Russia? Could be Could China. Be. China has been bewing up rockets. They, you have to be successful first. You can't just say you're going to be successful and do it. You have to do it like we did in the 60s. Yeah. They still haven't gotten to that point yet. Russia tried to go to the moon. They failed a couple times. So they got up you have there to eventually. actually do it. They never landed on the moon. Yeah, they did. Russia never landed on the moon with a man. Ever. They had an orangutan there, though. <laughs> yeah. They had probes. We're going to have to research that and do a follow-up in a future podcast. You'd have seen video. Hello, I'm jumping on the moon. <laughs> and they would have spoke broken Russian English, like Chekhov or something. <laughs> Dude, that sounded German. <laughs> All right. Well, German We Russian. sent Germany up there. <laughs> I knew someone else was up there. No, but, but, but no, to your, you, you made a comment, uh, Chris, and, and you said that China's been spewing rockets up there. I, I, I thought that I've been reading regular news reports of, you know, another uh, there's rock. Chi- there's Chinese astronauts that have done suborbit. To go to the moon, you have to prove that you can go beyond Earth orbit. We didn't even know if we could do that in the 60s. We had to prove to ourselves we could with mm-hmm. spacecraft and tests. They're and getting there, but they haven't, they haven't been sending able to... China's sending a probe to the moon, so they're going to prove they can get at least a probe beyond Earth. Yeah, but the, and then the, when you the send Chinese a man and bring government... him back, then you're doing that. It's one step at a time. Yeah, they haven't been able to copy our plans yet like they do the iPhones. and. The... Well, they want to copy Apollo. Cool. <laughs> you know, there'll be a little step well, that's back what in time, the... but well, that's what? What? they the don't next, make these uh... anymore. <laughs> What's this thing? It's a tube. And it goes into your board and it handles computer interface. That's what they're, the 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 new uh, rockets proposed Forget for this, NASA the look like anyway. Powerful. Houston, we have a problem. The iPad's not working. Where's my easy button? Where's the orangutan? <laughs> Get him over here. Get up to the minute information on the happenings and goings on at OWC by following us on either of our Twitter feeds at MaxSales or at OWC Radio. Or become a fan on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash OWC MaxSales. Hello, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it happened again. Um, 
Yeah, I lost the iPhone prototype. That's our next segment, and unbelievably, I think they're upscaling because the first iPhone prototype, and I don't know if it was the iPhone uh, 4 or 5 at that time, I forget, 4. First one was the 4. That was lost in a German Hofbrau or beer garden kind of place. And now the prototype to the upcoming iPhone 5 was left in a tequila bar. So uh, that's um, not a in, step up. And in San Francisco. And, you know, I was kind of like bummed because I was thinking, man, this would have been cool if it was done around like Macworld. And like I was there. I was at the place where the iPhone was lost. So they used uh, GPS to track it to a resident. Six people with badges. Badges? <laughs> we don't need those stinking badges. Why did I set that up? That was like a ball on a T-ball stand. <laughs> yeah, you knew that was coming. <laughs> Arrived and searched for the phone at that address. They didn't find it, and they offered 300 if the phone was returned. A little cheap for Apple standards. <laughs> 300? You're the big A. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, initially, uh, it was denied, but three or four of the uh, people that showed up at the home were San Francisco Police Department officers. Uh, the other two were Apple security officials. So get to the bottom line, it was very interesting because I think it was maybe two or three days later that Apple posted a help-wanted job, and it was a security officer to make sure, if you read through the lines basically, that make sure that this doesn't happen again. So what do you guys think? Stop drinking with your prototype iPhone. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you might just I, I leave think it on I the f- bar. Maybe. There's an app for that. I think I found my, I uh, my, my my true calling in life because I have uh, some fifteen some odd years worth of drinking in bars and not losing my phone. I think I can work for Apple. Yes, but you have two MacWorlds of losing the CEO of OWC's iDevice. So. I only lost that one year. <laughs> so you have lost an iPhone. <laughs> What is with losing iPhones? (laughs) If you want to know the inner workings of a ball return system at a bowling alley, we can certainly give you a very explicit diagram. Well, I kind of love this, though. Apple loses an iPhone, and they act like someone stole it from them because you didn't leave it at the bar it was lost at. (laughs) So they knock on your door. You have our iPhone. You lost your iPhone. (laughs) What are you talking about? No, but this goes back to the California law, see, in that if you find something that's lost, by law, you are required to turn it back to the rightful owner if you know who it is. Right, if you know who it is. Some people aren't going to, I'm sorry, but some people are not going to know they have an iPhone prototype in their hand. You know, there's This looks like it says prototype on the back. Contact Steve if lost at. It doesn't say that. Okay. It just looks like an iPhone. Okay. So it says, okay when he iPhone. powered it up, do you not see an Apple logo or, you know? You do that with any iPhone. Yeah. I mean, come on. How do I know it's property of Apple Computer unless it has like a little sticky on the back? Hey, this is Steve. If you find this, it's not supposed to be out in the public at a bar. Our guys were drinking again. Eh, turn it in. And if you don't, we're going to bring the San Francisco PD at you. Come on. They're acting like the person I picked it up is the criminal versus, hey, Maybe you shouldn't lose these things and make my hand a little heavier than the iPhone than 300 bucks. I'll take 10 k and you can have your prototype back. Technically, you technically, they didn't have to offer anything. They just had to say, you have something that belongs to us, hand it over. And that's it. Be like, Based no, on California law. Don't give me any money and I break and I don't have it. Maybe I'm just cynical. <laughs> no. Possibly. <laughs> Tell them to go get the search warrant. That'll take them a couple hours. <laughs> well, you want your front door kicked down like uh, the guy at Gizmodo, Jason Chen? Come on. Get, get, the, get the search warrant to come back. You already broke it and buried it in the ground. <laughs> You want to give me a hard time? I give you a hard time. They're going to continue searching for it or put it in a truck that's traveling cross country. I wouldn't want to run in a dark alley with you and your gorillas. <laughs> or orangutans, sorry. Leave it, fully charge it, put it, tape it underside of a truck traveling cross country, <laughs> let them chase it down. Yeah, maybe I'm cynical, though. This got so much press last year when they did this. I, I can't just help but wonder if some marketing wonk decided... 
Try hey, again. this got so much press last year. Let's do it again this year. I, I I went with that thought at first, but then I thought, okay, I could see this getting kicked up the ladder to Steve, where he just perhaps do a raised eyebrow, and that's all you would have to see is uh, maybe that's why maybe he Steve retired. Start firing people again. <laughs> yeah, hey Timmy, good fire. Up. Oh, we won't lose it now, boss. <laughs> I, I, I thought about it, but you know what? This did not get as much coverage as the one previous because it involved uh, Gizmodo. Well, people really aren't that interested in the next iPhone. Monetary sums. Yeah. And um, well, yeah. and they had a job posting afterwards, so it's like, well, maybe they didn't mean to lose yeah, it this yeah. time. And they're just getting tired of people leaving their iPhones. Good recruiting pops. tool, though. If you want to be skeptical, you could say, boy, talk about a great uh, advertising campaign to get good candidates for that position. Not likely. No. Maybe for the orangutan. I don't know, but I bet you an orang- orangutan could hold on to a phone in the bar. Yeah, no one messes with him. He's like, mine. You're not praying it out of his hands. Looking for the best deals on all your computer accessory needs? Join our mailing list and receive special offers created just for OWC subscribers at www.maxsales.com forward slash deals. All right, on a serious note, and I want to be serious about this because there's no jokes, and I want people to listen very carefully to this because um, when we we sent out the news release, it's about that we released the first Mac-compatible updater for Sandforce-based SSDs. By compatible it means that it runs on a Mac. It's not that it ran under OS X. It's just that it has a Mac-friendly interface. So it's easy to use. There's a GUI to it, and it's for our 3G SSDs. So, you know, the thing is is that no- nothing has changed on the firmware, really. It comes down to that if you didn't have Boot Camp and you didn't have access to a Windows machine, you couldn't apply a firmware update that fixed some hibernation issues on certain Macs. So I want listeners to really pay attention to that. There's a really good blog post about that. Uh, if you check out our uh, our blog and look for uh, Mac-compatible Sandforce updater, uh, that would be your link to it. Some of the things that you need to be aware about this, though, it must be burnt to a DVD. We currently are unable to load it onto a USB drive. If you check the firmware update page, there's certain drives and certain Macs that this is applicable to. We're expanding on those as time goes on. So, Table, thoughts on the firmware updater? Would you say it's so easy that an orangutan can use it? <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. That, that's, why, you know, that's why we developed this. It was a long time coming. It is based on a Linux shell, but it is the first Mac-compatible or Mac-friendly, if you want to call it that, firmware updater for Sandforce-based drives, which if you know, you're new to the game. OWC I actually drives. did. Right. That is good point. Um, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's, it's for use with our drives only. I don't believe it will work with any other uh, Sandforce SSDs. So. We made it because no one else was getting off their tush and making one for Mac at all. Right. Anything for Mac. They're like, oh, you got it. They were just ignoring the Mac community altogether. Well, we don't do that. Right. I actually had a chance to use that firmware updater a couple weeks ago, actually, and it, uh, I barely yes. had to think. It was yeah, simple, easy interface. That's yeah, you know, uh, it's, that's the experience that we were. While it's technically Linux-based, it it looked like OS ten. Yeah, but to be to be clear, it doesn't run under. No, no, you have to actually boot to it. It's right. it's its own little operating system. Um, it is a Linux operating system, 
uh, but it does have a front end GUI that it's easy to figure out. Right. And again, um, you simply just bur- you just simply download it from our site, burn it to a DVD, and then boot from the DVD and run the app. Right. You have to burn it to a DVD. If you don't have a DVD burner or a DVD drive, well, then like if you uh, took out your drive for, with a data doubler, you'll have to put the drive back right now. Down the line, I know they're working on... Re- well, actually, if you got an OWC Super Slim and uh, put the uh, yeah. uh, drive in that, but then... But if you, if, if you have that, yeah, if yeah. you don't have it, then you got to take it out and put it back. That, really was, that wasn't one. even a planned shameless plug for the Super Slim. It just, it, 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 you know, if, if you have done a data doubler and if you don't know what the data doubler is, it's a bracket that goes in your optical drive. Uh, if you don't know your, what the data doubler, then you haven't been listening to this <laughs> podcast for very long. It goes in your MacBook or MacBook Pro and allows you to add uh, another hard drive or SSD to your optical bay and thereby effectively giving you, uh, two, drives. Up, you know, two drives. Two drives or up to, I think, what, two terabyte of internal storage? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, running two SSDs and you yeah. can rate them and yep. really get some major performance. Yep. But, you know, the thing was, what do I do with the optical drive? Well, we have this enclosure now called the OWC Super slim that you can put that optical drive into and then have an external optical solution when you need it such as this particular right. instance if you don't have that though currently we you can't do a usb drive right no matter how many times you ask no we can't <laughs> do the usb drive right now when we can and i know they're working on it yep. and we'll put it on the on the blog there for that yep have you heard what they said on Twitter? My flux capacitor hard disk icon makes me irrationally happy. Thanks, Max Sales. OWC products in the news. Well, the one that really comes to mind because it's so dang unique, <laughs> I can't say it any other way, is our turnkey upgrade program for the iMac. We now cover both the 2010 and 2011 models. The 2011 model base price, even for the 20 inch with an SSD, is 249. And you know the nice thing about this is is that you can take advantage of our OWC Mercury Extreme 6G SSD. We can do memory upgrades. We can put up to 64 gig of memory in it. That's double the factory memory. The SSD is, I think, what four times the capacity and three times the speed of the factory SSDs. On the 27 inch, you have the option of doing an eSATA port. So, you know, you really, if you have an iMac and you have a 2000... Bootable eSATA port on that. Yeah, that's true. That is a big one. Anybody else doesn't have a bootable one? Very true. Add-on or Thunderbolt or whatever. Ours is bootable. You can have up to three drives in your iMac. That's one of the options that we do. So I believe it's 48 or 72-hour turn on this. Comes with shipping, everything included, It's and that's why we call it the turnkey program. So... If you go to MaxSales.com, just look on the right-hand sidebar, and there's a special call-out section for it. If you have a 2010 or 2011, check it out. We can definitely give you an iMac that you can't get from the factory. Well, and then also one big point is we can go in, make your upgrades for you, won't break it. You yeah. run the risk of breaking the new 2011s are easier to break than the 2010s if you go in there. Uh, your own uh, risk. Yeah, you could probably talk inside to both. Yeah, Chris I've seen here. inside both of those, and yeah. I just recently uh, filmed some older G5 iMacs. As much as those sucked to uh, take apart, the 2010s are even worse where you or can. 11s? Or 2011s? 10s and 11s, oh, actually. Okay, the 10 as well. Ten, they're, they're both, you can yank cables out by accident. Yeah. By accident. It's, it ain't no fun to go in there. Yeah, not to scare you out there, but 
You're going to spend a lot no, of money No, this is to, to scare you, actually, because... <laughs> I think our, the videos that we would do for something like this would be what we'd call our, our you know, five, five and professional uh, don't installation do it recommended yeah. warning. Don't do it yourself unless you have, like, actually trained in doing it. It's not worth risking your iMac itself. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you guys brought that up because I forgot yeah. about the degree of difficulty. I just was looking at it that, you know, it's comprehensive and you can mm-hmm. build the iMac to what you want, but... Um, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think the only thing you really have do it done by people is... who do it pr- professionally. Yeah, mm-hmm. Perfect. One more little feature that we uh, gonna try to start adding into each podcast is what I like to call cool crap for your Mac or iOS device. Basically, it's just a little program that uh, one of us has found and use all the time. Thinks it's actually pretty nice. So I happen to find one for uh, iOS the other day. It's actually a universal app. It's called Song Exporter Pro. Pretty much does one thing: lets you download music from your iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch to any computer on the same Wi-Fi network it's on. Basically, you open up the app, you select the songs you want to share, the app itself will put up an IP address, you type that in your web browser, and that web browser will pop up a list of all the songs that are being shared. You cl- uh, click on it, and you can download Chris the song. is looking at me because he's got my full attention. Because, okay, so what you're telling me is, let's just say that my iTunes library, my main library, it's on a PC. Okay. <gasps> I know, but I want to send it over to our MacBook. Okay, that's not it's not iTunes. It's your actual iPod. Ah, uh, uh, sharing from your iPod up. Okay, well, that, wait, wait. Okay, cool though. All right, and this is why I'm talking it out. So my iPod, which has my full library mm-hmm. from my PC, mm-hmm. I can share that over to the MacBook. If you connect them both to the same Wi-Fi network, yep, we are okay. And you punch in the ip address of the ipad or in your case the ipod touch right and then you go to your mac which is the one that doesn't have all the music right right okay you open up your mac and you punch in uh, that ip address into your web browser in right. your case probably firefox right all right and you punch it in you get a web page the list of all the songs that are being shared on your ipad or ipod right in your case uh so you right click on uh, each of those links Downloads the MP3 or sounds like it'd be faster to download an external and just go over to the yeah. It, in your case, it would be, uh, but if you wanted, you know, if say I go over to uh, our producer Mike's house and I, I've got this great song and I would want to share it with him, okay. I can go. Oh yeah, here, just grab but it. That's thievery. Well, the stuff that I'd be sharing is uh, open, pretty much or freely distributed anyway. Creative Commons stuff or stuff by a friend of ours. There you go. You've been listening to OWC Radio, the official podcast of Otherworld Computing. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at maxsales.com, and we'd be happy to share your comments and contributions on an upcoming episode. Thanks again for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you.